Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAs. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other it's incredible it's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other it's so good the ha society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery no matter what stage you're at whether you have ha or you've got a few recovery periods we have your back and we're all your new best friends so come and meet us at the ha society.com forward slash join that's the ha society.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show we're recording um we are recording a community call basically um just between three of us here one of the members of the ha society stacy asked a question and she asked one thing I'm struggling with is how to be happy for family and friends who are getting pregnant. It seems like it seems to be one after another at the moment. And I think that this is really relevant to lots of people and just how some 
in general, like when people get their period back and you don't, or if just when people have it and you don't. <laughs> so I have Ashley here and I have Simona here. Um, she probably won't say much, but she should. Um, but yeah, hey guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> So I think this is a really good question. Um, it's it's kind of come up for me because I'm pregnant. And then I know Ashley is third trimester styles pregnant. So yeah, she's got like strong. different, we're at different points of that. And it's just like occurring to me that, okay, well, I'm now kind of in this group with girls trying to achieve this thing. And I'm like worried that I'm that person now that isn't making them feel good even though they know logically there was a lot of hard work it took time it didn't happen overnight all that kind of thing um it can still be i don't know you can still be concerned that people aren't necessarily excited and they're more like seeing that as a reflection on themselves and what they've been able to achieve yeah, yeah no I think that's so good um I think sometimes we worry that like um we were in this journey together and you know like we're going through it and so you like so like at some point you're experiencing the same thing with somebody as like you go through it and so I think whenever someone gets pregnant it's like it kind of takes like just a slight like turn off in a different direction but yet it's um but now it's different so now it's no longer experiencing the same thing on the same journey even though it started off the same um yeah but I think that this can actually apply to so many other things and it's actually probably not even about actually getting pregnant I think it's just about striving for something and maybe it coming at different times for people whether that's like a promotion whether it's a job you know what I mean? Whether it's getting your period back. Like, I think that this is actually something that so many people can relate to. And this just happens to be the topic that like we are in right now. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do I work together? You know, like, how do I go on this journey with somebody? And then what happens when it slightly changes or what happens when like, um, that person does get their period or they do get pregnant and like, and then it's not my time yet. You know what I mean? Or like, I haven't experienced that yet, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can say from my experience and I'm interested if you guys have any kind of experience you can pull from. Cause I know like Ashley, you wouldn't have been one of the people, neither Ashley or Simona on this call would have been the people that got jealous of someone getting pregnant. Um, right. but I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. Uh, my experience was that I, I would feel a little bit of pr probably resentment for sure. Not when someone got their period back. Um, because for a lot of us, for most of us, I think we see that as hope. Yes. Great. The system works. And when someone in your HA community gets pregnant, you will probably also feel a bit more that way. Um, because you're like on the same team, but then when someone, it's kind of when that girl comes along who she, it feels like she's never had an irregular cycle in her life. It's, it feels like she got pregnant on the first try. It feels like 
um, you know, her pregnancy has been the easiest thing ever. And I say, you know, it feels like because we're usually missing a lot of the picture as well. So it's not necessarily the case that it was easy. She did get pregnant straight away. It just feels that way. And I think for me, the first thing is to check in with like, okay, well, what's the story that you're creating about her perfect life? Do you guys have examples? Yeah, I was, so just as you were talking about that, um, I really actually don't think it's about struggling being happy for other people. Cause I think most people would be like, no, I am happy. There's just this other thing that I'm feeling too. And what I think it is, is that it's fear that rises up. It's fear that like the story in our head is like, I'm broken. I won't be able to get pregnant. I will be someone whose body is just hates them. And so I think it's like this fear rises up and then like we create this story about why we have not been able to get pregnant or even get our period back. I think that's why waiting, um, that like period of waiting is so, um, can, can be so painful because whenever we don't see like the fruit of our labor, fear is really quick to rise up and take over the story in our head. You know what I mean? So, and then plus, I think that's why a lot of people can say, no, I am really happy for you. I'm just really kind of resentful and bitter at the same time. And there's nothing wrong. And it, I, in fact, I encourage people to, to say, hey, I can hold these opposite feelings at the same time. And they're so extreme. But I think that's kind of what, what like fear does. It like joins the party. It's like the, you know, it's like the guest that's not invited but they have like no problem being there. <laughs> They're just like, oh yeah, I know this makes you feel uncomfortable, but I don't I, really care. I want some of that free champagne. Like, yeah, they're like, I have no shame. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like I'm here to crash the party, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, Simona, do you have anything that this like relates to you for, or are you sort of like happy for everyone on your own kind of island? I'm happy for everyone because I don't think it's a problem. She's Stacy. No, Stacy yeah, is uh, the Stacey. girl. Yeah, Stacy. Okay. Everyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> but uh, to Stacy from me, uh, looking at it from uh, her perspective, um, you have to think that you are here in this community to recover. And so uh, the happy moment will come for you too. And uh, the more you struggle and you stress with these worries and these thoughts and the worse it is. So um, you have to be patient and you have to wait to recover and not to think about the other girl that gets pregnant and you don't because <laughs> there's no reason why you have to look at this thing as, uh, as um, a thing that makes you to hope to to heal and not to think about okay she's pregnant and I don't that's the thing I want to say and that's the th the thing I think every time I read on the on the community that another girl has her period back because I'm not trying to get pregnant but every time I read I, I get my period back I'm so happy for this girl and I think I can recover too and that's the thing I want to say yeah you have like 
like pick the positive from her yeah. experience. We have to look at the positive ever. Yeah. And when you think about it, like I, I love this sort of like tangible, okay, you could think about it this way and this way and this way kind of advice. I think people love that. And I love how like there really is nothing negative about what has been told to you. And it's so funny that we find the negative in it because we are so conditioned to compare ourselves. Like this Mm. isn't the only place where this is happening in people's lives. Like, oh, I just got a job promotion. Oh my gosh. Okay. What does that mean about me? Or, or like a pay rise. What does that mean about me? Or I just lost weight. Okay. What does that mean about me? Especially when you're going through HA people who are competing in sports actively or who are losing weight or who are on a diet or something like they tell you that. And even though, you know, strongly in your own, you're very convicted about like what you're doing, why you're doing it and that you're on the right track. The second someone says something, you, your brain immediately looks for like, okay, well, where does this place me in like their world? Or if that is actually what the world's supposed to be doing, where am I? And and how do I fix this? And even though some of us do snap out of it quite quickly, we get, we do get in that situation. Yeah. Um, like another way that we do that is when people get married, we're like, well, what does that mean about me? Like, why am I not married now? Does this mean, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that even like, we can even go down this rabbit hole and be like, I'm going to be that 40 year old who's not married, but think about like how many, I mean, like I know a couple people who got married late and thank goodness. Cause what if they were married to like somebody that they don't love just because they wanted to meet a timeline right so again I think that like um like that can happen whenever we're trying to meet society's timeline so or or just this expected timeline that like we have placed on ourselves so again I think that's fear that comes up and then just these expectations that like we place on ourselves that this should happen by this time um kind of almost regardless of this like circumstances like you know what I mean like we just don't even care we're just like we just want to hit this timeline because then this means that I am okay or I am loved or you know what I mean um so yeah so I think like just uh kind of like you said like I love Brene Brown so every so anytime I start to feel crazy I'm like the story that I'm telling myself is, and then it allows me to get this crazy thought out. And then when I say it out loud, I'm able to be like, okay, that actually doesn't make any sense. Um, and it's okay that it doesn't make any sense, but I don't have to act on it or I don't have to feed that thought. I don't have to feed that emotion. Like I'm actually going to back out of this rabbit hole and, and I'm going to just kind of keep going and doing what I need to be doing. Mm. You know, the store, like, it's funny, as soon as you brought up the story, that's what I was, my next thought was as well. And I feel like I'm always hopping on about the story that we have in our heads in these groups, because it's just mostly what it is. And I just like would encourage people who are feeling feelings about other people's achievements or what have you, um, to kind of unpack what is it about their happiness that that means what is it that's such an achievement, you know, that like, because getting married is like an amazing, wonderful uh, time, like, my gosh, what is it? Milestone in someone's life. I don't know if a milestone even counts because that sort of implies that you're striving towards it. It's just this like 
you know, wonderful life event that happens for some people. Right. Why is that necessarily this like fancy achievement that they worked hard for and are better than you because they achieved sort of thing? Like it's kind of, they didn't like win gold at the Olympics. Like, yeah, like they weren't training for it. Yeah. they yeah, weren't. No, I, think, <laughs> I think it goes back to worthiness. Like there's certain things in our life that I think we have deemed make us worthy. So I think for women, it's like feeling loved. Well, actually for men too, let's be real. But, you know, um, I feel worthy of love. And the proof of that is that I'm married or I'm in a committed relationship or something like that. Or like, you know, think about like even teenagers struggle when like all their friends are getting boyfriends and they don't, they're like, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? So I think that this is something, again, I think that this is something that's so much bigger and something that we kind of like wrestle with. Um, Hack culture. Like we yeah, for a long time. And then, so like, this is just another way that it comes up. Um, and so I think like, especially as women, like we, we want our bodies to work. I'm sure men too, but I think that there's something about not being able to have kids for those who want to have kids Mm -hmm. that they're just like, is my body like not worthy of carrying a child? Is my body broken that I can't get pregnant? You know what I mean? And I think, um, even if we're subconsciously not saying I'm not worthy, I think that's what's screaming, um, and so whenever we don't feel worthy, then I think that also invites other friend that we're just like, not that we never invited, but shame, like, well, dang, if I'm not worthy, then I feel really like strangely shameful that like, I can't get pregnant or that I'm not pregnant yet. Or the universe has decided that I'm not ready to have kids or something. You know what I mean? I think that sometimes we can spiral down, oh. um, different rabbit holes of what does this mean about me you know what I mean rather than just really zooming out and be like okay like but what is it that I need right now because all these things are future things right they're all future things so like we start to feel unworthy about the future of like I'm not married and I'm not gonna have these 50 years of marriage or I don't I'm not pregnant now so I won't be pregnant next year and I won't be going like next Christmas. I won't be dressing up my child in this like dress or, or like early super cute clothes. I think it, then, um, we start to like really freak out about the future. You know what I mean? Rather than be like, okay, what is it that I need today? Like what it like, you know, like what do I emotionally need today? What does my body need today? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy, this is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we 
cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. I, I have, it just made me feel so like, a lot of compassion for those women who I think the hardest one of the hardest situations is I'm trying to get pregnant and I'm not and everyone around me is that probably is one of the toughest because you are all the things that you said about like not not feeling worthy and feeling broken and it's like I'm a woman and so I'm supposed to be able to do this this is like my main gig I'm so confused I have a uterus this is what I'm supposed to do type of thing like yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And one of the things about um, the timeline that keeps coming up for me that can help me sometimes when I'm feeling a bit like, I don't know, envious or just comparative about something, anything that someone else has done that I haven't done yet. And it's just that like, when you think about time um, and how quickly it goes, you're basically like sometimes, you know, wishing your pregnancy away from time to time. I don't think this applies to everyone. Some people have been trying for like 10 years, but for those of us, you know, like myself who was trying for like less than a a year or like, and like not even really trying, you know, Um, when you have a baby now in a year's time, that baby will be one or, and then in two years it will be two and time will move on. So, one way it helps me to think about it is, okay, well, if I don't have a baby now, that means I get a baby later. And it's like, I don't know if this is going to make sense to everyone, but it really works for me that like, well, I get to look forward to that is basically what it is in a nutshell. It's like, that's something I don't have now, but I get to look forward to. Cause sometimes when you have had something and you're looking back on it two years ago, three years ago, you can feel sad because you missed that and you didn't get that. Like you didn't get to keep that for that long. So I don't know, sort of this this shift of like, I get to have that and at least um, 
I haven't yeah. like the best is yet to come kind of mindset um one thing is I like to kind of like tell my clients is that what we are feeling and, and experiencing today and now is not a permanent state mm-hmm. and I think sometimes um and again huge compassion because like we were all there like waiting for our periods to come back and every day was a no <laughs> Or like whenever you're getting pregnant, it's like every month is a no. So it's really hard to deal with no, you know what I mean? Um, but sometimes I think whenever we get overwhelmed and I know for me, like I can convince myself that almost like that, that like, you know, like today's status of not having my period or not being pregnant or not having something that I just simply really desire is permanent. You know, like, I think that we get trapped, like, that's how we get trapped in the day-to-day of thinking that this particular um, season or current situation is permanent, right? And so kind of like what you were saying of, like, there's hope for the future because it's not permanent. Actually, like, today will pass, this month will pass, you know what I mean? And actually, like, there are thankfully positive things that we can do and keep doing and keep trying as if people are like, you don't think I've been trying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, like we totally know that. Um, that that brings that hope of just because today was a no doesn't mean tomorrow's a no. Or just because this month was a no doesn't mean that next month will be a no. You know what I mean? And so I do think that um, having hope is kind of like one of those um, double-edged swords because Hope also, like when, you know, when like things don't come through, it does lead to disappointment. Well, not hope doesn't, but the situation does. But hope is this, but is like the only thing that gets you out of today's spiral. You know what I mean? Knowing that like tomorrow has the potential to be different. Yeah. Unless we continue to do the same things over and over and over, then pretty strong possibility. it's going to be the same. (laughs) It's a really good point. Like the way you feel today is temporary and thank goodness for that. Yes. Thank God for that. Um, And then something that also popped up when you were speaking, I don't really know why, because it wasn't super relevant to what you're saying, but it just did was like, stop putting other people's you know, quote unquote achievements or whatever, like on this pedestal of, of perfection, because Mm. you really don't know. I don't care how much you think you do know. You really don't know like what they went through to get there. Sure. Maybe they had perfectly fine periods. That doesn't mean their pregnancy is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean they're not going to have issues later. And it doesn't mean that they're not, or like once the baby's born, it doesn't mean they're not going to have, you know, a whole year one of struggles. And I think when you, if you could actually just like be a fly on the wall for someone's like the highlight reel or the low light reel or whatever of someone's situation, you would get a complete, you would just have a completely different perspective on the other side and you would feel completely different. Like, Let's take Ashley. She um, she got pregnant by accident. Like, ugh, we hate those people. <laughs> we hate those 
people to go pregnant by accident. Like, what the heck? But the reality of her story is wildly just like not that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Or like um, whenever I share my story that I got my period back once I went all in for after four weeks, you know, like um, we can tend to be like, oh, well, it's so easy for her. But like, you don't know the four years of limbo or the four years of half in half out or the four years of denial that led to that change you know what I mean and so while and plus I also think that kind of what you're saying is like different seasons will be different for everybody and I think that again we logically know this where as that season happened to be like those four weeks out of my five years happened to be a little bit easier than the previous like four to five years right but 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 you know people focus on what you only got it in four weeks I was like do you know the insanity the in that absolute insanity that I went through that eventually led to those four weeks you know what I mean like like the like the like absolute depression the spiritual depression the physical depression the mental depression like all the like I had never felt more crazy in my entire life or lost but when people just see those four weeks they're like oh it was so easy I was like yes that season was easy so I think like while like maybe for some people getting pregnant or conception was quote-unquote easy but that doesn't mean that like I am not going to be a hot mess express come postpartum or breastfeeding or maybe it's boundaries and discipline, you know what I mean? So I think like you're so on a bike, we have to be so mindful of what season we're watching in someone's life. You know what I mean? And like logically we know that no one has a perfect life and logically we know that like we're just seeing a good moment type of thing. But I think it's so powerful to be like, okay, is it possible that I happen to catch a really good season in this person's life? And like, what led to this season? You know what I mean? Like what, you know? So again, I think that goes back to HA recovery, like as like you wait, you know, type of thing. And like even getting like pregnant of, okay, so this was an easy season for them, you know? potentially am I as jealous of this easy season as I am their hard season like am I willing to take their hard season too like am I willing to say hey that whole package that whole five-year package yeah I'll take the whole five-year package not just like the four-week package you know what I mean I love that as a as a question to just like walk away with you know am I willing and I can't remember how you said it was it was like am I willing to take the hard season and not just the good season like every time you look at someone's good season whether it's literally one day um or a whole month or whatever are you willing to take the hard season that came with it not 100 percent knowing what it looks like as well so it's yeah. a bit of a lucky dip like it's a bit of a risk yeah, it's like those mystery boxes, but you know it's going to be bad. Like, it's not like those, oh, they, they just gave me, like, the lame shirt. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's like, like, how bad is it going to be? Yeah, like, how like how many valleys is going to be in that mystery season? Like, how many lows? Like, how much, like, 
maybe depression or just, you know what I mean? Like how much of that are you willing, you know what I mean? And not saying that everybody has to have that story, but I just think that like, again, it's just kind of like a gut check. Like, are you willing to take the whole package or are you willing to say, you know, what? I'm going to sit with my package and I'm going to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> Like, actually, I'm going to move forward with my own package. (laughs) I think it's so funny. Samona, thoughts? I think it's true. You have to consider all the story of of a person. Uh, And that's the difficult part. Because we always look at the positive part of the story of this this person but you didn't look at the story from the beginning yeah so because we can't freaking see it because the person isn't showing it to us we need to have a lot more perspective without the aid of someone else's like social media announcement or whatever we need to be able to look past that because you all know you've all heard a million times that it's curated it's not a hundred percent the story totally like I don't think that you would have like you would have been like this this chick is back crazy had I done like a live I mean not saying that I wouldn't have I was just clearly not in the mental mindset to even do any of that but if I would have jumped on and tried to express the insanity you would have been like um someone needs to go check on her like someone's stat needs to like make sure she's okay like how is she even working type of you know like concerned like um you know what I mean but like again yeah that's like crazy like when you learn more about a person you almost always uncover something that you didn't expect just because you know you you never spoken about that stuff with that person like the or the way that they front and the way that they appear seems relatively put together or they seem like a really positive person and then eventually like you learn about some kind of tribulation that they've gone through and you're kind of like oh wow like I did not see that coming as a part of their story so we're all really good at hiding it yeah or even I think maybe people are just legit trying to keep it together and they're like this is my go-to face when I keep it together um well so I also think like society just doesn't necessarily um encourage us to like wear our reality Mm. on our sleeve and share it it's like oh like don't tell people about that like Mm. you don't want to make them uncomfortable or you don't want to you know stir apart or bring up something for someone else or mostly just you don't want to make them uncomfortable Mm. so we just don't and we're Someone asks you how you're going and you say, just fine. Thanks. How are you? And you just move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about, it. I think that, uh, I mean, another side tangent, but you could totally edit this out, but think about, we don't even like to sit in our own uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Like we do so much to distract from it. You know what I mean? And which I think also makes HA recovery and um, waiting to get pregnant. It's kind of like, that's why I think it's more like healing than anything because like you're forced to sit in this slightly uncomfortable state of not having your period yet and like I can't just Instagram scroll that feeling away I can't just like you know what I mean so it's like I think part of this journey is also being able to sit in the uncomfortable 
like even if you have to twitch the whole time you know what i mean but being able to sit and move forward is hard and that's why i think so like so much of us like just want this time to pass we're like i ate 2500 calories plus yesterday why don't i have my period today because i don't want to sit in the uncomfortable of the time that it takes to heal you know what i mean and so i think that's why like a lot of us actually do really well about finding other projects and not saying that you must be uncomfortable but it is going to be part of the journey but i think if we're constantly a trying to avoid it and we're constantly trying to escape it i think that's where like the impatience almost gets so unbearable so the very thing that we're trying to um avoid the uncomfortableness gets so heavy on us because we're like i am running out of puzzles to do (laughs) or i am running out of um other things to do while i wait for my period but i want to do everything but sit and work through the emotions of this Mm mm-hmm like I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to, I should be able to kind of just like follow the protocol, have the mm-hmm. result and move on I, and then be gone. And so like, think about it. all of us avoid uncomfortable things. It, if it's too hot, we turn on the AC. We love like, it when like meetings get canceled. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? So like, so like it's in our nature to stay comfortable at all cost, all the time. And if you're in your first world, it's like even like a right right Mm -hmm. right we're entitled you know what I mean so then whenever we have to like almost submit to something natural like our body we like spaz out because we just have not been taught to sit in the uncomfortable we have not been taught to embrace it we have not been taught to be like this is uncomfortable and I hate it and it's okay you know what I mean need stickers that say that yeah yeah i mean (laughs) i like actually love it so much okay guys that was awesome i feel complete on that answer in that conversation yeah ask yourself are you willing to take the the whole package the, the good and the bad with what this person has got knowing you have no idea the reality why can't you just be happy for this person? Why, like, why does this person's story have to mean anything like to do with you in a nutshell? Yeah. Like what does it trigger? Like what shame, what shame comes up? What worthiness questions come up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you just say, I'm uncomfortable. I hate this and it's okay. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, ladies. That was really fun. Yeah. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner, 
And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify your whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, AFHASociety at the checkout, That will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but i may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of ha and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything you know you're absolutely 100 percent dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my 
favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.